Part two of TomBernardShow.com with Andy Brant Bernard. JB. Um, Mike Molina. Mike Rasmussen. Tevin Pittman. Joe Coy. <laughs> oh, it's me, Jake. Joe Hansen. Joe and Jake. Uh, yeah. Catherine, by the way, said, a Joe Coy is going to be on. Jake Johansson is going to be on. I'll never get a word in edgewise. I'm going to go walk the dog. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's not the winning. That's not the heart of a winner. No. <laughs> it's not the heart of a winner. That's exactly right. I don't even think the dog wanted to go out. <laughs> well, the dog forcing is, that dog. The dog is in Palm Beach, so. <laughs> that's what threw me off because I was expecting to hear her voice. I know, because Catherine, well, we're trying to, we're going to go see Deadpool. We're not Deadpool. What yes, the hell? Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go see Deadpool after the show. So everybody, we have a very tight schedule today. So I said, ah, yes, to go and then come back. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Coy is at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Jake, the lovely and talented Jake Johansson. And I was kind of sad that my daughter couldn't make it. I thought she was coming in today, and now she had to take her friend to the airport because she's leaving for England today. Would you, when you say come in, you mean here or there? The, no, here. there, where you are. Okay. Our son is here, but our daughter's there. Mm, got it. Because our son is the, the engineer of all these shows. so it's. I well, need... she was supposed to be here, but then the virus started spreading. So. Right, the Zika virus. Yeah. Yeah, Alex was going to come down here, but she's pregnant. Uh, she got married about a year and a half ago, and she's expecting a baby now in May. So because of the Zika, 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 I've heard it all three ways. I still hear it all three ways, by the way. Yeah. So she couldn't come down here as a pregnant woman, and it's just screwed up. The whole thing's a disaster. Every day a problem. <laughs> we'll be back in 90 seconds with Joe and Jake. Right up to this, TomBernardShow.com. Yeah, I could do a movie trailer about that studio today. It was the show with two mics, two comedians, <laughs> and two black guys. Yeah, that's true. It's a good balance you guys got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some guy. I think anyway. Some guy holding a camera. <laughs> he's. A, I think television. he's. I think he's Mexican. Oh, is he? <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think. I think we hit everything as far as diversity. You met the quota, people. Tom, for the year. Mm-hmm. I could have been the, the older honky, <laughs> and I missed my chance. I missed my chance to get that done, but, you know, as my career goes along, you just I miss a lot of opportunities like that. <laughs> you just get older. My and career goes so along, I just get older. Older and then I'll, I think about 10 years from now, I'll just be going, I fucking hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> just like this yeah. old, cr- crotchety, crabby-ass yeah. guy. I think it'll be just wonderful. Just just plain peanuts, no salt. <laughs> yeah, exactly peanuts with skin on it. And Who Jake the fuck eats that me? I don't Jake like to share. Himself, what the hell would be different then, Tom? It does, it does feel to me like you're, you're not giving up, but you're thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving up is always on his mind. Yeah. Every conversation. I could do this or I could just well, give yeah. up. But you know the problem. And I'll be honest with you, I could not be one of those guys that plays golf every day. I, there's no way I could do that. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, just by so the I'll way you talk, we can tell. Yeah, that you're physically you're not up to it, I feel like, is, what, is kind of what you're saying. You don't, oh, phys- no. you don't physically <laughs> want to do it. You feel, I feel like you just want to sit. When you say give up to stop everything, I feel like you're just going to pick up the remote control and start ordering, that'll be pay, it. ordering food. <laughs> I like that. Uber will bring you, just, you food now. Do you oh, know that, right? I know. They yeah. bring food. Uber delivers food now. Which it's is, just oh, they they finally realized like we don't have to drive these people around. We can just bring them what they want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Someone wanted Olive Garden. <laughs> I, I tell you, honestly, God, the last time I was in an Uber was with Philip Wise, and and you guys know who Philip is. He was in this morning with both of you on the KQ Morning Show. Philip's been my friend for 40 years, and Philip is mentally ill. We all know that. Mm-hmm. We get in a, an Uber. It's Dave Mordahl, Philip, and me, and our Uber driver is from, like, Iran, probably. He's probably Iranian. Yeah. And Philip is sitting right behind the driver, and Philip goes, Hey, man, don't you like black people? <laughs> the driver goes, What are you talking about? Uh, he goes, you, you open everybody's door but mine. Why didn't you open my door? driver's like well i'm sorry i said sir he's kidding he's joking around the guy's starting to sweat no i just telling you man you're really disrespectful and i feel slighted 
Well, sir, I'm really sorry. This poor bastard. I keep going, he's joking, sir. He's just kidding. But the guy would, I could not convince the man that the very large black man in the back seat wasn't about to kill him. Because Philip gave him that impression. He doesn't, so, Philip doesn't seem murderous. He doesn't seem murdery to me. Oh, you've never been around Philip. No. Well, I mean, I bet he could be, but he always, he always oh. goes to that, uh, the, the race thing, the he's, race joke. Always. He's always. A, he's a, an ex-NFL player that played with Joe Namath. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I think, anyway. So. But Philip, Philip has been my dear friend for 40 years. I mean, I love the guy. He hates when I say that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love you, Philip. No, you know, no. He just starts mumbling to himself. He just, he hates the fact that a white guy tells him that he loves him because it just crosses some kind of barrier for him. Even though I've known him for forty years, it's just how he is. JD Black guys can say off. "love you." I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but they can. But it's, I, can't it's always to their grandma, though. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> love you. No, bro. thank I, you, grandma. <laughs> Mama, big mama. <laughs> big I love big mama. Big, big, big. I had a big mama in my neighborhood. Love big mama. Mm-hmm. Love big mama. Mm-hmm. But uh, so for, no, I don't really like that white motherfucker too much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, big mama, I love with all my heart. But this motherfucker here, yeah, maybe it's eating the- a dry ass peanuts all the time. <laughs> no, I had a, I had thirteen guys I ran with in St. Louis. Yeah. And we talk to each other the last these days. The last things, last thing we tell each other. We, hey man, I love you. Yeah, I love you. All right, see you later. Talk to you later. Yeah, but you yeah. don't mind when my family says that we love you because my children have known you since they were right. little kids. Yeah, and especially, well, Andy doesn't even tell me. Well, no, Andy tells me he loves me, but it's kind of begrudgingly. Yeah, let me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, with Philip, it's a, it's a different deal. Philip is a. One more Philip story, and then I'll move on, then I'll shut up, because I want to hear Jake and Joe talk about what's going on in their lives, because there's a lot going on in their lives. But uh, I was at Philip's house one time about 30 years ago, and the woman which, <laughs> with which he lived at the time uh, started arguing with him while I was sitting in, in the living room. And she said, you know we're going to my mama's house. He goes... I am not going to your mama's house. I told you I'm not going to your mama's house, and I'm not going. And I have to use the accent a bit, Tevin, so don't get pissed off at me, because it's part of the story. So they're arguing back and forth, back and forth. And he said, this is a man at the time, oh, he's probably about 40 years old at the time. Grown man, NFL player, just got out of the NFL like 10 years earlier, or not even that, seven or eight years earlier. And he said, woman. I'm telling you for the last time, I am not going over to visit your poopy butt relative. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Now, Did this is really the same guy that doesn't like yes, to be called love you, said but says poopy butt. butt. He said your he poopy said butt relative. Yeah. <laughs> he, said, right? he said motherfucker. <laughs> he said motherfucker a lot this morning when I told him he couldn't have his cell phone in the studio anymore. He was, he was hollering motherfucker every two seconds. Was he? Yeah, he was not happy. He was yeah. not happy. He wasn't calling me a motherfucker. He was just going, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't say the word shit because that's, that's just dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I say poopy butt. <laughs> it's just more respectful. You can combine motherfucker. Them. <laughs> you can combine them into motherfucking poopy butt. <laughs> it sounds great, yeah, actually. Motherfucking poopy butt. <laughs> poopy butt motherfucker. Well, Joe, it's probably a good thing you didn't come in this morning wearing that hat because he'd have been all over you. Yeah. Oh, look at that hat. Really? Look at that hat that brother, that Filipino brother got on. <laughs> yeah, see, if you're anything for Philip, if you're, if you're, you could be. 99% Caucasian, but if there's 1% of something else, then you're acceptable. Oh, right. exactly. That's just how it is, because that, that means you're not completely white, which is the worst thing you could possibly yeah. be on Earth. So your great-great-grandfather is Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get over here, motherfucker. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Your, I love you now. With your poopy butt. <laughs> what a world. We're, honest to God, what a world. There's no question about it. Do you think it's... It's really all that healthy right now. For every, every time young people turn on the television and see everyone hates everyone else, it just—I've never been through a period like this in my life. 
having grown up, uh, you know, where but, I grew up in very urban neighborhood. I never, I never heard about everybody hated everybody else, but we do now, apparently. But I Tom, don't think we hate it. I don't think everybody no. hates everybody else. The cops hate I hope you're right. I feel like the police, the police are a little bit of a problem sometimes. I, I don't think you the think police. So? I think the fire department. You <laughs> <laughs> start a new trend. Everyone's going after these fucking cops, man. You know how many times my shit has been on fire and not one fucking fireman has come to my fucking house? But do you think it's Have race? you tried throwing flour on it? Man, fuck you. Come here and get this fire. <laughs> do you think it's race-related, though? I think it's race-related. Yeah. Firemen. Firemen don't like Filipinos. No. That's all there is to it. I, I was, I was going to say... I don't see this problem in young people because they number one don't they don't watch broadcast news they don't watch well, a lot true. of television they all hang out with each other yeah they yeah. do well, that's like you know, how my, my life was my son lives in a in a house with three white guys yeah you know and you know one of them owns it and the rest of them pays rent to to him yeah and uh, you know they just they just hang and live together and whatnot. I don't even think they discuss crap. Well, like I hope race. you're right. The world's going to be right. better when we get old and die. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, when you're ready to give up, yeah, it's going to get nice. You know, yeah. The world got a lot better when Jake Johansson died. I just don't <laughs> I, I like to think of myself as one of the good ones, but don't well, we all? Yes. I don't. I have never thought I was one of the good ones. I just, I couldn't accept that. Do you I think you're one of the bad ones, though, or do you feel like you're neutral? No. I feel like I'm the leave. Let me give you an example of how I go through life. And some people get the humor, and other ones think I'm the biggest prick ever born. We were at a Costco, and there were two guys speaking Spanish to one another blocking the aisle. And where I grew up, it's just the way you did things, and therefore that's why I did it this way. So they're speaking to each other in Spanish, and they're blocking the aisle, and there are about five people waiting to get through. So I said, hey. And they both looked at me. I said, how in Spanish do you say, get the fuck out of the way? (laughs) And they both started laughing and got out of the way. They thought, see, they understood. But some people would not understand that at all and think, oh, what a horrible thing you just did. I could see how that one would go wrong on you every once in a while. (laughs) But but they understood completely and thought it was funny because they knew I wasn't serious. It was like, hey, because I don't know how to say get the fuck out of the way in Spanish. I was being honest with them. How do you say? Does anybody speak Spanish? Uh, un poquito. That's all I that fucking know. I, I don't know anything else. <laughs> little. Isn't poquito little? Yeah. <laughs> I, you nice know what? try, Joe. Well, so that means he speaks a little bit of I Spanish. I speak a little <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> oh, un poquito. Well, you know what's funny, Tom? I don't, what? Uh, uh, like when I when I was growing up, racism was a big th- Like you could tell like how people – were racist or like this family taught the, mm-hmm. their kids to to be racist and now like right like with my generation you know what I mean like who I grew up with all my friends and then the the people that are in my family and and then uh, it's just a different like I feel like everyone's just brown now and I feel like racism isn't taught it's kind of like they teach themselves now because my son yeah. said something very racist, and I don't think he was being racist. We were watching, uh, we were watching the Panthers play, and uh, and uh, Cam just takes off running, and I'm like, "Is he really that fast? You know what I mean? Like, no one can catch Cam." And my son, with, without skipping a beat, goes, "He's black." And I go, what? Goes, no, Joe, that's yeah. not the answer. <laughs> he goes, he goes, what? He goes. All my black friends are fast. And then I'm like, all right, hold on. Is my son being racist? Is he making a general statement? Because he's right. I go, Joe, you can't say that. He goes, Dad, the the fastest kids at my school are Luke, and I think the other kid is like Kenny. And I go, all right. And he goes, they're black, Dad. (laughs) They're black. And that's why I'm saying they don't – they just look at it as a fact. Yeah, I don't. They don't look at it as a, a racial problem no. or whatnot. <laughs> you know, I, it, it, I don't know. It's just it, it's kind of weird. I, now. Uh, I don't see, but but then again, I'm not. It's still there. You know right. what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, it wasn't taught. You know what I mean? Like, right. and, and he's going to say that 
you know, he, by the way, he still does Asian jokes too. You know what I mean? Like, like I hate writing <laughs> right. with Auntie Gemma, which is my sister. I hate writing with Auntie Gemma. I go, he's like, she's dangerous, Dad. She's Asian. Like he's like, <laughs> like and he says that. Well, she, he so his racism that. is just through a, him observing the right. world. Yeah, and she is horrible. She got into another accident like well, last there week. You go. <laughs> well, see it ha- now, Jake. Let me ask you a question because you consider yourself one of the good guys. Oh, boy. No, no, no. This is a good question. So I'm reading a story to my daughter the other day, and it's about Florence Nightingale. Evidently, there was another nurse at the time that Florence Nightingale was around who was black. And the story, it's talking about this woman and how she didn't get credit for the good work that she did, and sometimes it was even better than Florence Nightingale. But when we're reading it in the story, it says black, but my daughter says, I'm going to switch that to African-American when I read it because we're reading out loud. She goes, I'm going to switch black. And I said, well... This is a British lady, so right. it's not right. really an African-American. But my daughter was like, I'm switching it to African-American. <laughs> I, have been told, I have been told that, that I can't even call myself black. By some oh, people. you can't? You no. can't. I, I, I think you should change it to really black because you are dark. <laughs> <laughs> You're the darkest one in here. <laughs> you just made Tom's day, by the way. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't think man. you should call yourself black at all. <laughs> Nighttime would be good. No, I, I keep tell as I tell Tom, I'm not. I can't wait for somebody to actually say really black in a conversation yeah, where they're describing uh, somebody now. Your, <laughs> I can't really tell, black. What's he look like? He's Tom, a really black guy. I'm dark skinned. Yes, my shirt is black, but I'm, I'm really black. But I'm not. But I'm not purple. <laughs> you know, you see you're not but, black, purple. You yeah. see those really dark skin, yeah, just deep dark. Manu Bull, Manu Bull was purple. Yes, he was he purple. Purple. Uh, who we was that one purple. comedian we had on that uh, he said he wanted to bring Moore back? He wanted, yes, he wanted to be a Moore. Who was it that said what he wanted to be? That was, in the, that was very early when we were still at your house. Um, oh, it wasn't Gerard Carmichael? Might have no, been no, it, it wasn't, wasn't him. It, okay. it wasn't that early. That was like episode one. He was on one of the first yeah, four or five episodes of the show. That's right. Gerard is a Gerard's uh, TV show is coming back, by the way. But I, 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 the question I have is, and I've always thought this: Do I have time through my life to to pick and choose what color you are, what your orientation is, what your gen? I don't have time for all that shit. I want to come and go. I want to get the fuck out. I don't want to be hanging around your store going, "Well, I'm not going to stand in the line with you because you're blah." I don't have time for all that bullshit. Yeah. I assume everyone's an asshole, and then if they aren't, it's a nice surprise. Yeah. Yeah, you're an asshole, and then whatever color you are, that's what you are. You're a black asshole. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Or in Filipino asshole. A really black (laughs) asshole. But I mean, I just found it it very strange that two white guys are telling me that I can't call myself black. It's like, wait a minute. Racism is getting to a point where it's just like flipping and turning and being – because you're now telling me I can't even describe myself. Well, this is the thing about it, all this political correctness. I don't think it's about – it's gotten into people just love to be cops. Everybody wants to be the person who can call foul on somebody else. Yep. You know, that's yeah. that's the thing. But when it's somebody who's not – doesn't even have a stake in it telling you right. Right. that you made a mistake, it's like, well, no, you're out. You're, you don't, you're not allowed. You're not in this game. See, I think that's exactly what I was saying, Jake, is the fact that I don't have skin in the game, and I don't mean it that way, just skin in the game as in money on the line. I, I have no involvement in that, so why do I even want an, I don't even want an opinion about that. Well, the I'll good, treat you the same as I treat everybody else. The good news, Tom, is pretty soon white people are going to be in the minority, and then finally well, really soon, yeah. we will get to start protesting. <laughs> oh, I'm going to bitch like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> It's going to be nonstop bitching. Oh, shit. Hell no. We won't go. <laughs> Seriously. Is this because you I'm white? Work? Is this because I'm white? Because I'm white? Huh? You motherfucker. Poop Is butt. it because you poopy butt motherfuckers? <laughs> My name is Jake. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Oh, that's the gonna be so great. I, I once told that to a uh, referee on a 
In a hockey game. Yeah. Yes, I play hockey. See, more stereotypes. Yeah, this is getting bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting really bad. Getting and I got Who raised you, man? <laughs> a mother that had nine black children. Oh, One of us had to be me. weird. His and mother she loved, loved me, but Tom. I was the only white, only, only white man she ever loved. And uh, I got a penalty. Listen, I'm not even denying it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, besides you, I told you, besides you and Priest, That's it's right. pretty hard. That was it. Yep. Well, the one white brother-in-law I had for a little bit. How'd that work out? Uh, he, def- you know, him and my sister divorced, but everybody was cool. But was anyway, he butt? <laughs> no, he was. But anyway, I I got a penalty in the game, and I skated up to the ref, and I went, "Is this because I'm black?" And he pointed to <laughs> his shirt and his pants, which the shirt was black and white, and the pants were black. And he goes, "Look, you think I care?" your butt in the penalty box. So that's like, well, there okay, you go. it works. <laughs> Whatever works. We'll take a break. Be back in about 75 seconds. TomBernardShow.com Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. You sound very dangerous there, Mr. Singer, sir. <laughs> that's uh, that's Melly Mel. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, Melly Mel. Uh, that is one thing that has always fascinated me in life is that white people, and I think it's specifically white people, think that there must be kind of clubs that all people with any color to their skin whatsoever are all taught how to fight. I've never <laughs> understood that. Yeah, that's funny. I don't get, you know, that all black people know how to fight. How? <laughs> How did that happen? Because we've been fighting for years, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you ever fight oppression before, motherfucker? Well, if you got you nine know, brothers and sisters, you got to fight just to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, no. yeah, we Maybe were that's what it is. Yeah. 14 years between young, oldest and youngest, so we were compacted in there. Yeah. But um, funny, funny story for you guys. Uh, where I work at the university on campus, we had to lo- we lost wow, our parking lot. Work, you know. Oh, okay. And because we got construct major construction going on, we're building some new uh, buildings for our athletes. And um, so I got moved. I got moved uh, about two blocks away. So it's I get there between five and five forty, uh, five thirty and five forty-five every morning. So it's still dark. So I walk with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this young woman had just walked out of her apartment like complex, it. had her head down, screwing around with her phone. Looks up and runs back in her building. <laughs> she saw yeah. me with a baseball. Oh wait, bat. Yeah. you're not walking with a bat because you're going to do some baseball stuff. You're no, walking with a bat for security, to, right? Right. So yeah. I get it. She's scared. She's, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been scared. Hey, I would have been scared if you didn't have a bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Because you're, da- you're the damage doer. There. <laughs> I don't think you can even fly. need a bat. I don't think you can fly on a plane with a bat. No. Right? No, God, no, not anymore. No. Not, we're doing a couple of shows down at the Dominican Republic in a couple of weeks. We're flying down to Punta Cana to do two, two episodes of the KQ Morning Show. Yeah, keep and rubbing it in. They, you, I thought you were going. Yeah, right. Oh, you can go in my spot. <laughs> I, as, Why? as Jake Johansson already announced, I've given up. So you can go in my spot. Oh, yeah. You want to go to the Dominican Republic, but you don't want to come to Minnesota. <laughs> I'll get it. I get it. I do not wish to. Well, no, actually, it'll be fun to go to the Dominican Republic for a couple of days. But um, here's the situation. I don't know whose idea it was, but they said, could could we just instead of you know shipping everything down, could each person that's going down there take a couple, like if you could take a, a microphone and a mic stand? And I said, yeah, because I know they're going to let me on my carry-on bring in uh, about a foot-long uh, metal pipe that holds the microphone up from the kind of heavy bass that's about, oh, I'd say a six-inch. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, the boom? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to let me on the plane with that. and Yeah, something I could. And by the way, if you if you take the microphone off the mic stand, the mic stand has a very sharp edge to it, so I could slit someone's throat with it. Yeah, they're going to let me on with that. I, you, I don't you might have to check a bag. <laughs> you might. I, I, you might have to check a bag. That's exactly right. There's no question about it. See, now look at all the problems that we've solved in the world today. If everybody mm-hmm. doesn't understand, shut the fuck up exactly. and leave me alone. That's all it is. And switch to just calling people assholes. Why is, don't make it about race. Just, That's what just I'm saying. Just make it about they're assholes. Exactly. You're an asshole. I like, <laughs> I like in your world they start off as assholes, too. Yeah. You don't give people the benefit of the doubt. It's the opposite. Oh, never. Like you're, never. you're oh, working God. your way out of the asshole category right from the That's beginning. Ex- That's exactly right. Well, but see, now I've known you for many years. I've known Joey, uh, Joe for many years. I've known everybody in the room for me. You're all you're all out of the asshole category. Yeah, but barely though, right? Yeah, we started <laughs> oh, no. in the asshole, <laughs> <laughs> like kind of like a little baby kangaroo. Yes, little, that's little exactly pouch. right. <laughs> and we finally hopped out. <laughs> a little pouch. No, you know what I'm saying. I think that way. I'm not. It doesn't mean that literally everyone's an asshole. I just assume there's a possibility. So then, when they're not, it's a nice surprise. Yes. It's more like that. It's not. No, you're an asshole. It's there's a possibility you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah that's just, fair, isn't it? Yeah, just fair, sure. So then, when they do something terrible, you're just like, I saw that coming. Yeah, right. <laughs> I knew well, that was, I turn into my mother and then go see. I told you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the whole deal. That's nah, just the way. It, you have your guard up, and then when people, I do, yeah. When they prove to you that you don't need your guard up, then you let it down. That's all. That yeah, that is true. I do. That, yeah, I've had that my whole life. That. Well, you guys, you don't have to be like that being in the entertainment business. You have to have your guard up somewhat. Well, yeah. right, but just a metaphor, like if you're walking around all the time with a baseball bat, people are going right. to treat you like a different way than if you were not walking <laughs> yeah, around with a baseball that's true. bat. Yeah. You know? That's very true. Like, you, like you're like you blaming this lady for running back in her house, but you're a guy walking around oh, with a baseball I, and bat. That's what it, and I, <laughs> yeah, and then he's yelling at the top of his lungs, uh, why, because I'm black? No, I no it's because of the bat. You to run back in your house? I work here! I work here! No, I, I didn't say anything to her. I laughed to myself. But I almost caught myself going, hey, you don't have to worry. I carry it for protection. This bat is for you. I mean, I'm protecting you with this bat. (laughs) I I don't know if you know this, but I'm scared of white bitches. (laughs) That's a good one. I'm I'm just as scared of you as you are of me. I wish I were there for this particular one because I would like to see Tevin looking at Joe (laughs) this whole time. (laughs) Tevin, Tevin, what are your mix, right? Yeah. What are you? Oh, Oh, here we go. (laughs) What are you? Uh, Like, my mom's white, my dad's black. Boom. Hello, 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, 80s. (laughs) Man, for this state, it goes back to slavery. Well, I just get to bring it there. (laughs) Never never forget. And here we again. This was a free state. This is where Harriet Tubman. Brought people. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. So, 
Uh, actually, 44% of uh, black men are married to white women in the state of Minnesota. That's, there's an, that's an actual stat. That's a supply and demand thing, I feel like. Yes! Well, that's so well, funny. Well, you're probably right. That's how I explained it to my uh, siblings <laughs> at one point. It's like, mm-hmm. I said, well, you take the, we're only 3% of the population of this state. Then you take the the, other, the percentage of that are, you know, Somali or, or you know, whatever. Well, don't bring them up in front of Tevin. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're not going to step out of their culture. So then ones who are gay and the ones I would hell no never date, my, win- my window's pretty tight. But this is what gets me <clears throat> about being black is that you're trying to eliminate people from your group. And as a white person, I'm like, how come Halle Berry isn't white? How, she's got a, she's got a well, white parent. We would right, put her on right. our team. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Obama. good point, Jake. I, I feel like, I like that. I'm trying I, to open it up. You know what? Up. We're taking Halle Berry back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh. Dave Justice. And Obama. Well, yeah, you can and take Obama. Obama. And Obama. I want Obama. <laughs> you can keep Tevin, though, He's right? He's from Hawaii. <laughs> no, Tevin, you're white, too. Tevin, you're white, too, man. <laughs> I'm well, half white, half uh, Asian, which means my dad was in the military. So thank God. <laughs> thank I'm the God. only guy that got that joke, thank, Joe. Thank God no, for the I, Air Force. I got it when he said it. No, well, but that's supply and demand, too. Yeah. Yeah. It is. That was a big thing in the 70s. Demand. A lot of these that's soldiers it. were like, yeah, I want to I wanna join the military. I want to get a hot little Asian woman. And that's what well, happened. Well, that actually, in, in World War II, uh, black American soldiers, a lot of them... Uh, married German women. Yeah, German got, women. Yeah. They, that happened a lot, and I don't think people know that that it is a supply and demand situation. German Jake's not getting German or it's French true. or French. Yes, that's exactly right. The French are pretty open-minded about from? race. Really, I think the French. That's what? one of their what? things. The French are open-minded about race. They oh, don't, yeah. As they long don't. as you live in and were born in Paris. Otherwise, we don't you're... care what color you are. Yes. As long as your friends get your big black friends dick over here. <laughs> <laughs> the French have got, got some French bad. They, they got some asshole characteristics, but oh, I'm yeah, saying yeah. they're not racist. Maybe. Maybe. No, not at all. Well, but don't you think maybe that's exactly what I was talking about is the French assume everyone's an asshole. And I, that's why they're not racist. I know I am an asshole, so why do I not <laughs> assume you are an asshole as well? <laughs> My, my sister my f- in September is uh, marrying her uh, fiance and uh, j- really black, very very black. <laughs> is he? Yeah, so he's, he's like, dark, like dark. JB black? Uh, the slight, a uh, couple shades darker. Where do they meet? <laughs> <laughs> do you have like paint chips or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Figure this out. There's different grades of black, and uh, he's. Uh, <laughs> He's, you know what's great about this is on this show, if I even attempt to talk about things like this with a lot of people, they just will not do it. They will not have anything to do with a conversation they're like boring. This. I wouldn't do well, it, I but think I feel it helps. like Joe's a real icebreaker as far as this goes. <laughs> well, that's true. I think it helps that there's two black people in the room. And no, because Tevin hasn't said shit, so don't even, <laughs> don't even put Tevin in this mix. And I Tevin just has a, a Janet Jackson microphone on his head right now. Hey. Being black, he, of course he grabbed that microphone. Ooh, that's the one Bobby Brown used to wear. <laughs> Let me get that one. I, thought I look just, like Teddy Riley. I thought we just agreed. Don't try to claim you with the white people now. Oh, <laughs> I saved you. you. I saved your you, life. I'm trying to claim you, get you in with us, and you try, you're being outed over here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at Tevin as kind of like the Desi Arnaz of the 2015. I'd like to say that I'm, I'm dark enough to be down with the brothers, but yet white enough to be brought home by a white Hold lady. Hold on. You were talking like this scared. the whole time here. <laughs> not scared. I've never heard of a white like lady. The whole and ride here, Tom, Tevin was talking in regular Tevin voice. <laughs> then he saw JP and was like, look, I'll get black when blacks are around. Okay, but when blacks aren't around, then I'm just Tevin. All right? <laughs> Tevin, I, Tevin, I understand. See, mm-hmm. you understand the plight of a black yeah. man. In the oh, the plight. <laughs> you know, Jake is right. In about another 10, 15 years, I'm going to be, you don't know what it's like to be the great-great-grandson of a slave owner. <laughs> you think that's going to go well? The struggle is yeah, real. Good luck. The struggle good luck is real. The struggle well, is real. Well, you know, the, the fact that uh, 
uh, my family didn't even get here until like 1895. I'm kind of out of that mix anyway. So, I'm, And I'm very happy about that, by the way. So well, but what were they up to where they were? That's what I'd like to know. We're, that's what my investigative committee is going to be looking into. What was your mind doing? Where were they? What were they doing? Because they were up to the, no the, good. The other Tom Bernard in my family, I'm the second one, the first one was deported from England for poaching. Mm-hmm. So that's where they were. My family's always been extremely poor, as far back as we can we can research, and really not very bright. I'm sorry to admit it, but it's true. Well, uh, no one was disagreeing with you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I've I'm never sorry. liked you. I want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed nobody piped up. Oh, now wait a minute, yeah, Tom. Yeah. Tom, what I didn't hear any of that. Oh, oh, Lordy, oh, no. Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Definitely a family Lordy. of Harvard graduates. Yeah, they they don't have, have Harvard is like a street over on the <laughs> University of Minnesota yes, campus is. is what that is in my family. <laughs> yeah, not there's no Harvard, Yale, none of that stuff. I think uh, Devry maybe. Yeah, Devry for class of February. The only <laughs> the only part of my ancestry I don't know about is mom's paternal side. Why? Like what was there before Don? They're German. Well, yeah. yeah, but like you know, what did his ancestors do? Because I know grandma's ancestors were basically just you know bohemian wanderer types. Yeah, they were bohemian. Well, they were gypsies basically. Yep. I married a gypsy. Isn't that a smart move? That's a great move. It really is. Yeah. I don't think there's any question. You don't throw anything of, away. Where did you meet a gypsy? Like in a, like a stagecoach or something? <laughs> yeah. Did she have one of those the woods? The woods. <laughs> <laughs> Selling some type of snake serum. That's exactly right. Actually, Jake, it's interesting. You, you will like this story. I, I had my attorney back in the day. He's no longer my attorney because he retired or whatever. But I walked into his office 30... God, 37, 36 years ago, and I was his biggest client, you know, so I walk in, and I said, would you tell Mr. Dorfman that uh, Uncle Tom is here? And she goes, Mr. Dorfman, Uncle Bob is here, and I said, it's Tom, and she goes, yeah, whatever. So I knew I loved her immediately, (laughs) and it's worked out brilliantly. That's who you married? That person? That's the one, whatever person? The whatever. I oh, boy. But, but I was very impressed with the old, who gives a <laughs> shit It just shit seems like are, it's a bit, yeah. it must have been a tough road for you, this marriage with <laughs> yeah. Whatever. We're doing no, the no, podcast I, today. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. That's yeah, the first yeah, time yeah, I ever whatever. heard she this. She still calls you Bob. Don't <laughs> <laughs> do your fucking pod, Bob. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What kind of gypsy are you? Exactly. No, I was impressed with the fact that I, that anybody else would have gone, oh, well, that that's he's the biggest client, so I better. She didn't give a rat's ass, which I was impressed with. I was very impressed with that. I'm impressed with that with a lot of people. If they don't, if they care about what they're doing but not. I don't like people that are impressed with other people. Here's an example of what I'm saying. Um, if I meet someone and they're very friendly and then I find out that they know like five other public figures, and they shouldn't really, they're not in that business. I find that interesting. Is Why do you know all these fame? you know, not famous, but public figures, right? Apparently it's important to you, which I'm not really comfortable with. That makes sense, doesn't it? Well, maybe they're just a great person, and all these public figures think that they're cool. That's the other yeah, possibility. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, you think they're a suck-up sycophant. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you on that one, Tom. <laughs> I agree you know with you on that saying? one. Yeah, I kind of yeah, I see that too. Well, let me put kinda, it this it's way: it's kind of Jake. a weird personality trait. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What to be like, Jake? Well, what if if you mean so only only famous people are allowed to be friends with? No, I, but I, no, 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 no. That's, that's not what I'm saying at all. That's not a, at all what I'm saying. Is how did you happen to meet? If you're you know a shoe salesman and, and you, how did you happen to meet all these? Like Jake, you uh, a couple of years ago told me a story about meeting Bruce Willis, but that would make sense because Bruce Willis came to see you perform and then you had a, a bit of a, a friendship with him and you, maybe you still do to this day. That makes sense. But if all if you're a shoe salesman and you have 10 friends who are, who are 
public figures. I just find that kind of odd. How did that happen? Well, here's how it works. They all run in packs. Famous people are friends with each other, so you get to be friends with one famous person, and then all at once you're at a party and you meet six more, and then oh, if, yeah. you're a, if you're a funny guy or a cool guy or they like having you around, maybe maybe you get maybe you get a life going like that. I don't know, yeah. but it, I, get, I get what you're saying, that it kind of takes an effort to, to be doing yeah. that kind of thing, yeah. and so yeah. why are you putting that effort in? It's kind of like at the end of the party, like, hey, Bruce, if you ever need Jordans... I got your back. <laughs> You're that guy. Exactly. What yeah, size I, shoe not, are you? I'm not trying to denigrate anybody here. No, it just not fascinates at all. me how well, it is that let, you wanted to be. I don't want to be famous with, I mean, friends with most famous people. Well, what, what about you know? this, though? So Joe and I just met today. We both live in L.A. What, what if we're friends now? But the, it makes sense. I mean, sense it's not going to happen, right, no, Joe? No, not at all. Primarily because you're white. I knew it was because I was white. I knew it was because I was white. You poop us. It was a natural way in which you met. You didn't seek him out, and he didn't seek you out. I, they, I think I'm not being very clear, and I'm, I'm not doing a good job. It's seeking people out because they are public. Well, figures. I think what you're saying is like, so, okay, Bruce Willis could go into that guy's shoe store, but what percentage of your customers do you become friends with? Probably right. Bruce Willis and nobody else, yeah. because you saw that he was famous and said, well, i got to get in on that. The, the, reason, then, why, the reason why I'm agreeing with you is because I, I had a friend that I, I stopped hanging out with because, because of that. He, he was kind of right. like a fan, and, and then he kind of like somehow he just became – in my little network, and I always questioned it. Like I was like, this is yep. kind of a weird mm. relationship that we have. And then next thing you know, I was doing a gig, and, and somehow he already had my room keys because he oh. made friends with the manager of the casino. Oh. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's, exactly what I'm that's talking creepy, about. though. That's yeah. creepy. And then, he crossed the line. Yeah, right. and then that's kind of like the end of the friendship because he had all of our room keys. He was like, yeah, I already checked oh. you guys in. I'm like, yeah. And, I was oh, like, yeah. and then that's when I was like, I got to kind of yep. separate myself. <laughs> You know, it was it was weird how he first made his way in. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was it was he owned a restaurant. He, he catered the or, or a show that I had, and you know I became friends with him. So he's Trump, but he's bringing something to the table, yeah, so he, to speak. That, that's how he, we yeah. became friends. And then I I always kind of questioned it. It was always kind of a creepy relationship. And then and then that was the one that kind of took the top, took it over the top. So that's why I kind of agree with you. On that time, because I, I kind of experienced it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, uh, it's like after you win the lottery, how many of those friends are your friends? <laughs> how well yeah. is that? You'll never know. Well, an example today, uh, like three hours ago, I was talking to Beyonce, and she said, oh, you're having <laughs> Joe and Jake on? Could I meet them? I said, fuck no. no fuck <laughs> no. I don't make friendships with other people fuck through me. no, B. <laughs> That's what you no. said to her. No, Bay, forget it. You're yeah, out. No, Bay. You know. I'm sorry. Go to Red Lobster with a guy that just banged you good. That's like so funny. funny. I mean, it's just bizarre. You Has just Beyonce ever been to Red Lobster? Do you think? <laughs> I don't I, think I, so. No, I, I, Red Lobster is. I will guarantee you, she's been to Red Lobster as a kid, and probably. All right. Still all right. Goes. Yeah. Fair she enough. still goes to Red Lobster. I bet she, well, she still goes. Her, her and Jay Z will yeah. go mm-hmm. there and. Yeah. Because that's just a place black people go to celebrate. Yeah. For right. Some what do you reason? say we put Sunday. on our disguises and go to Red Lobster? Yeah, yeah. No one will recognize us. <laughs> but they Tell you what. Right. I like that. I'm going to wear a New York Yankees cap and tilt it to the side. <laughs> no one should recognize me there. No. I'm going to go with Now, Beyonce, you put on that gold jumpsuit. <laughs> and let's get some fucking cheddar cheese rolls. <laughs> No one will recognize us, right, B? <laughs> right, Jigga. <sighs> Here's a stereotype for you. Oh boy. Oh. Oh boy. Here we go. Oh, Here we go. And I and I and I laugh at it now. Like people that I grew up with, or relatives, or whatnot, would buy a car, and then to celebrate, they would go to Red Lobster. Or somebody would oh, buy so a house. Go. <laughs> they go to Red Lobster. Down to Red Lobster. It's like it was. It was like, yeah, this is great. How can we add to it? We can go to Red Lobster. <laughs> there so was fun. like, well, yeah. And I and I still even catch myself to this day. Like, yeah, I bought a car. I feel good. What am I gonna do? Red Lobster. Go to Red Lobster. Well, yeah. no matter how, no matter where you're at in the success thing, I mean, unless you're super rich, there's always those restaurants that you won't like. 
There's one of those Wolfgang Puck restaurants in my neighborhood. Yeah. And yes. it's like, I'm not yes. going there. No. I know that that's where I should go if I'm celebrating that I'm a rich guy, but I can't afford it. I can't swing it. So I get how you kind of. Yeah. Your celebration place is the top of whatever your economic right. world is, right? Yeah. Then, right? I get it. We don't, I get it. We don't no. do. A, yeah, I understand it. We don't do a lot of improv on the show, but now, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Coy doing his impression of a black man at a red lobster, which has just run out of lobster tail. <laughs> what the fuck? You know I just bought a goddamn car today, right? How the fuck am I gonna enjoy driving a car without any lobster in my motherfucking belly? Now you need to get them motherfucking poopy butt motherfuckers back there and tell them I don't give a fuck if they Mexican. Sir, I want, yes, sir. Could I offer you some extra jumbo shrimp? Too? Fuck a shrimp. They're just fake ass lobsters. I want a real lobster. Could I make it a surf and turf for you? No sir? surf and turf, motherfucker. I don't. First of all, I don't eat red meat, motherfucker. The gout has taken that shit over. I can only eat red motherfucking lobster, not brown, not gray, red, just like the goddamn commercial. You ever go to Burger King and the motherfucker say we ain't got no burger? <laughs> exactly, motherfucker. Exactly. Joe, I got to tell you something. Catherine came running in from the other room going, what the hell is that? <laughs> I haven't heard you laugh like that in about a year. <laughs> <laughs> so I need yeah, to know the, what's The gypsy's on. here, Jake. Yay. Yay. Oh, whatever. Time. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, we don't care about it. <laughs> she doesn't care oh, about it. Whatever. Oh, I love Welcome it. Welcome to the Bob Bernard Show. <laughs> <laughs> it's only the first time I met you, you thought my name was Bob. Well, sorry. Oh, all right, we have to take a 60-second break. We'll be right back and wrap things up. i, I got to say something, honest to God. I appreciate this conversation. I can't even tell you how much because people are scared to death of, to do this. I think it's phenomenal. This was fun. I just, oh, yeah, just until we get ball. the repercussions on Twitter yeah. later. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, your oh, hands in racist. <laughs> <laughs> They're picketing my show now, Tom. Thank you. I'm sorry, Jake. It's my fault. Back in 60 seconds, TomBernardShow.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Now, Jake, I'm supposed to ask you a question. Uh, last, You were at Acme last night? Yes, I was. Well, did you notice a man in the audience looked exactly like Pat Sajak? Jeez, no, not I didn't notice that. But I didn't. I didn't look at everyone in the audience individually. My youngest so brother Troy was. My youngest brother Troy was there to see you last night, and he looks exactly like Pat Sajak. That's so. funny. He, he loved your show, and Joe. So look, watch for Pat Sajak uh, tonight or tomorrow night at your show. He's making the rounds. Oh, he's, he's making, making the rounds. Oh, he's he loves comedy. He's a, my whole family. I tell you what. He's going to try and sisters. sell you a vowel. Yeah. yeah. Don't. <laughs> I'm going to try and solve it without the vowel. That's right. He'd probably try to get that I like to done. solve it. What is red lobster? <laughs> oh, oh, we're back. We're back. I'm going to have to Ladies charge you for two E's and an O. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to buy a vowel, the letter A for red lobster. <laughs> sorry, though. Sorry. There's no A in There's red. no A in red. <laughs> There's no A, man. Labster. <laughs> I'm having some lobster. Oh, oh my God. Is it rad lobster? Lobster. Rad lobster. Oh, my God. My lobster. I bought a new car of my lobster. I'm actually sitting here talking myself into this tonight. Well, you're the so. one that started this. <laughs> you're the one that said every time I buy a car, 
car, I like to treat myself to red lobster. <laughs> Sometimes I just wake up and go, man, I need to buy a car because I am hungry. <laughs> I would never go to red lobster without any motivation. Uh, if you're coming oh, yeah. to either one of our shows tonight and you show up with a box of red, oh, red takeout, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be so nice. That would be great. Or two cars. <laughs> This has been a, an amazing show. I didn't know that you guys had never met before because I asked before, before the this hour began, do they know one another? And and uh, you guys have never met. That's no. phenomenal. I know what you're doing though, Tom. This is like the thing when you're a kid, you get two kinds of ants and you put them in a jar and you see if they fight. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is, uh, well, you you might have a point there with the yeah. possibility of that. True, ladies and gentlemen, these uh, these two guys. That was a, an amazing hour. I'll tell you that. See, this I left because I thought they'd suck. So <laughs> and here they were awesome. Yep, scoreboard. You blew it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she blew it again. Gypsies are consistent when they fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They're kind of like uh, one yeah. for ten all the time. Why so would I get great. a house that doesn't have wheels on it? So this mansion doesn't have wheels on it? <laughs> Let's get out of here, Bob. It's Tom. <laughs> Whatever. It's Tom. For 36 years, get it's Tom. No way. Where am I going to put my incense? <laughs> Joe Coy is at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight for two shows. Tomorrow night, both shows sold out, correct? Yes, sir. All right. And Jake Johansson is at Acme tonight and tomorrow night as well. And you better get over there because Jake all sells out his shows as well. So well, the first show is you, sold out tomorrow. I can tell you that. Okay, I, I just want to that. make sure... Yeah, We're well, doing our best. Do. We're doing our best at our club. Well, you know what? We're doing our best. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Jake? I'll, I'll go ahead and tweet your show out. Would you? That's awful yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's I awful want, sweet. Hey, yeah. I, hey, Tom, I, I just want you to know, Jake had this big puffy jacket on, right? You know the, the okay. yes. You yeah. know what I'm talking about, or the cool yeah. puffy jacket. And then he, he the cool just man. took it off, and he is buff. Oh, is he? I, yeah, he's one of those guys like that... that. Well, he's like, yeah, he's got a, sweet of you he's to got say a that. Captain America shirt on. It's getting sexual right now. I wear loose clothing because I don't really want you to see what's sexual. underneath it. I get so fucking jealous when I see guys. Just fuck, they take the jacket off and they're buff guys. Like, God damn it. I got to wear black to I look I feel like skinny. you're exaggerating for the sake of radio, but no, I'm very I'm flattered. Very no, you're serious. nice. serious. I'm like, good job, Jake. Way to go, bro. Fuck, I got to go work out. And I guess I'm not I... going to get a juicy Lucy. <laughs> yeah, that's our, that's our that's two different afternoons. I will. Well, yeah, he's going to go work out. I'm going to go get a, a juicy. What is it called? Juicy Lou. Juicy Lou. Juicy Lou. That's all I've been thinking about right when we got here. I'm so, like, I can't wait. Uh, so you must not be Catholic then. What the? What is what that? What does that have to do with it? So that That's is... JB. He's autistic. Oh, because it's Friday. It's Lent. It's Friday and it's Lent. What? Yeah. That, and that's, that's the right. reason Friday why I was talking about, man, I should Any go to guy that believes in Jesus Christ does not eat blue cheese. <laughs> <laughs> not on a Friday. That is a sin. Not doing Lent. No. Blue cheese is the cheese of the devil. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta go, man. Uh, you guys can just continue on the show. That was fun. I think that you two should go start your own version of America's Got Talent because nobody, I mean, people on the stage would just watch you two. Thank you. That it's is a sweet fact. of you to say that. that. Very nice, Tom. It was you guys were amazing today. It was one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever heard in my life. You, oh, you were wow, both thank you. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. That I appreciate fun. you coming in. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Thanks. Hey, I want to plug something. Can I? Yeah, absolutely. Do whatever you want. What do you want to plug? I want to plug my uh, my Instagram. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even joking. <laughs> my Snapchat. What, I'm not even what are you doing on Instagram, Joe? Just, What's, what do you got going on? It's off, and I really like it. So, at Joe Coy, J-O-K-O-Y. What's your count right now of Instagram? Uh, I just posted a video, and it's it's like almost at a million views. Holy cow. Really? Yeah. So, What nice. did you do in the video? Uh, you act. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what's it called? Is it just Joe Coy? Instagram Joe, Joe Coy. J O K O Y. Yeah. He took so. off his jacket. Yeah, he did. No, you don't want to see me with my jacket off. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> that. I love you guys. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, we love having you. Thank you so much. That was honest to God. What just what a great hour. Unbelievable.
Uh, Bob Sansfear, the BS show with, uh, with Sam Sansfear, Bob Sansfear, starts right now on the Tom Bernard Digital Radio Network.